0: Welcome, welcome, and um, I have the privilege of bringing the word this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Today is supposed to be the day that our children worship with us, but for some reason I don't see any children in the service. Oh, they are all coming to second service. Oh, so parents with children come to second service. Okay. All right, let's pray. Father, we bless you, we praise you. We magnify your name. We thank you that there is none like unto you. We honor you, O God, for you are our God. We bless you. Jesus, you are our Lord. You are our Savior. You are our soon-coming King. We honor you. Holy Spirit, you are our teacher. You are our helper. You are our guide. We say, ah, thank you for ministering to us. You have already ministered to our hearts, but thank you for ministering in a special way to us this morning. Have your way. We glorify you, Jesus. And it's in your matchless name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. We had a, a word from our sister this morning saying, um, uh, Whosoever is thirsty, drink of me in the living water. My presence is sufficient for you. For I'm the only one who make a way where there seems to be no way. Amen. So God is saying His presence is more than enough for us. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning, um, I don't, I don't have a word. I believe, as it always is, God has a word for us. So I rather don't want you to see. Or to hear me this morning, because I believe that the Holy Ghost is speaking in a special way to harvest. I will be talking from the theme, a dean to bear fruit, taken from John fifteen. So we're gonna start by looking at John 15:1 to eight. We're gonna read it. I'm gonna try to teach, but anything can happen in the midst of my. Hallelujah. So John 15, 1 to 8. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Okay. You can do it in a new King James version. Jesus said, I'm the true vine, and my father is the uh, vine dresser. Continue. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit. He takes away, and every branch that bears fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Continue. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you shall be my disciples. Jesus says, if you continue in John 15, 16, he says, He, Jesus, he has chosen us and he has ordained, that means he has established us that we should go and bear much fruit. You see, in Ephesians 2.10, the Bible says that we are God's workmanship. We have been chosen in Christ Jesus for us to do what? Good works. And the good works are what? Works of bearing fruit. Jesus says, and he says fruit that will remain. Jesus says that the Father is the vine dresser. He's pruning us so that we can bear more fruit. He says to us that that which does not bear fruit, it withers, it dries up, it's taken away. Then he says you are clean or you are pruned because the word clean there comes from the same Greek, uh, root Greek word that means pruned. He says, through the word that he, Jesus, is speaking. So he's telling us that the way that the Father prunes us is through his word. The word of God listened to and obeyed will cause you to become pruned so that you can bear more fruit. We all know about, if you know anything about gardening, which I don't know about, or if I plant flowers, they die, so. <laughs> but people who have roses, at a certain time, you will cut it, and it seems as if it's almost at the point of dying, but that is what uh, um, causes it to, what? to grow to the, pe- to the point where it will bear much fruit. So this morning, Jesus says to us, that the Father has established, because that word, ordained means that he has established us to do what? To bear much fruit. So the question we want to ask ourselves this morning, and like I said, I'm going to try to stay at this pulpit. (laughs) The Lord is my helper. What is the fruit that you and I as harvesters, as members of Harvest, whether you are here this morning, whether you are listening online, whether you will listen later, what is the fruit that you have been called to bear? There may be more, but these are the ones I believe that the Holy Ghost impressed upon my heart. One, you have been called. To bear the fruit of the word of God. You see, God's word is a seed. I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. (laughs) It's a seed that when it is planted in the soil of our hearts, it does what? It bears fruit. So every time you and I hear the word of God, We listen to it, we meditate upon it, we obey it, that word is a seed that grows, germinates And eventually, it's supposed to bear fruit. So the Father has established us that we should be bearing the fruit of the Word of God. Every time you listen to the Word of God, as the man of God stands here, listen to me, somebody. If you are a member of this church, you must be bearing fruit. Do you know what religion is? (laughs) Religion is listening to the word, rejoicing in the word, but the word not doing anything in your life. And you can come to church for 20 years. Yeah, the word of God. Religiously. And nothing happens. You and I, are responsible for every word that we hear coming from this pulpit. Better you do do not listen to it. But once you have heard it, you are responsible to bear fruit. And I'm not only talking to you, I'm talking to me. How many words we have heard that have fallen by the wayside because we did not allow it to enter into our hearts to bear fruit. So the fruit of the word, which rather is, how should I say, encompasses everything. Secondly, we are supposed to be bearing the fruit of the divine nature. The last time I ministered yeah, here, I talked about that. You see, when you are born of God, we receive His nature, and the nature of God is what? His love. So we must be bearing the fruit of divine love. If you continue to to read through uh, um, John 15, Jesus says to them, continue in my love. And then he said, love one another. So we are to get a revelation of God's love and then that love to help us to be secure. And then we are to manifest that love to others. So we must be bearing the fruit of divine love. I'm going to come back to that. (laughs) And then, I love this one. Bishop talked about it last week. Because Jesus said, in the same context of fruit bearing, he says, If I abide in you, my words abide in you. You will ask the Father and He will give it to you, right? We must be bearing the fruit of prayer. If you are a believer, who doesn't pray? And when I say pray, I'm not necessarily talking about your own needs. And we'll come to that. You must be bearing. It is the Father's pleasure. He's pruning us for us to bear the fruit of prayer. So if you are a believer and you do not pray, you are never where the believers are praying. I come to tell you this morning that you have been established to bear the fruit of prayer harvest. And lastly, the fruit of ministry. Jesus said, I have chosen you, I have ordained you, <laughs> that you should go and bear fruit. Fruit that will remain. You see, the Bible wasn't written according to chapters. It's the translators that put chapters. So when, when Jesus is speaking here in John 15, he doesn't just start speaking out of nowhere. He started speaking in John 14, and it comes down to John 15. So in John 14, 12 to 13, he says, we, He says, a, a, a greater works than these you will do because I go to the Father. So what are the greater works? The greater works of soul winning. The greater works of healing the sick. The greater works of deliverance. The greater work of discipling believers. That is the greater works that Jesus Christ has chosen for us to bear. This is the fruit. The fruit of ministry. Somebody listen to me. He says, let me not go there. The Father knows nothing about a Christian that does not bear fruit. So the question we want to ask ourselves individually this morning, are you bearing fruit? Is the word bearing fruit in your life? Is, Is the divine nature of love bearing fruit in you? Are you bearing the fruit of prayer? And are you... Bearing the ministry fruit. That is the question that God Almighty, through an insignificant vessel called Pastor Mima this morning, has come to ask the house of harvest, are you bearing fruit? Let us go. Ooh, glory. To Luke 13, 6 to 9. And I want us to see something there. Ah, thank you, Lord Jesus. He said he also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And guess what? He came to we were seeking fruit on it. But my God, he found none. Then he said to the keeper of the vineyard, look for three years. I have come. You see, the Bible is a very prophetic book. Nothing the Bible says, it just says. The number three means what? Completion. Three years, he came looking for fruit on this fig tree. And the testimony is, he found none. And then he said, cut it down. Why does a use of the ground continue? Hey, but he answered and said to him, So, <laughs> leave it alone this year also. I'll take i take a dig around it and i fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well, <laughs> but if not, after that you can cut it down. Now, this parable was Jesus speaking to the house of Israel. The Father God Almighty was looking for fruit. He came throughout the age of the prophets. He found no fruit. And the Father said, house of Israel, you have become irrelevant to my purposes. I'm going to remove from you and I'm going to find a people. And the people he found was a church. But Jesus the keeper of the vine, said to the father, Father, give them one more time, because you sent me, I am your son, I will dig around it, for this time, and if it does not bear fruit, but the testimony tells us, they rejected Jesus, so the gospel, passed from the Jews, to the church, that was the context, but, the Bible has layers. Jesus was telling an parable concerning what was about to happen to them, but they paid no attention. But the layer is the point I want to show you is God is not interested in a church or a believer that does not bear fruit. Because he has put everything in us. You see, we have his life. Jesus in us is a life-giving spirit. Oh my God, somebody listen to me this morning. God wants fruit. The Bible tells us that the people were contending about who was called of God. And God told them, Take a dry branch, and everybody put it in the ark. And the, and, the, and the branch that was bought was a sign of God's favor. And you know the story when the pots were placed there, it was Aaron's rod that bought it. That tells you, God is saying, The mark of my call, the mark of my grace is fruit. Fruit, it's fruit. Oh, it's fruit, it's fruit. Jesus saw, I don't know what problem. I think fruit, I think a fig tree represented Israel. I don't know. Because Jesus had problem with fig trees. He was going one day, hungry, saw a fig tree. Look for fruit, no fruit. He cursed the fig tree. All these examples tell us what? That God has invested in us as his church so that we can bear fruit. The fruit of the word, the fruit of prayer, the fruit of ministry, the fruit of the divine nature. And I come to tell you this morning. That the eternal God, do not hear me. The eternal God is saying to this house, I have come as a land owner to this vineyard that I planted 31 years ago, Harabakutalamande, and I've come to inspect. He came for three years, he came the first year, no fruit. But he's a persistent God. And he has been coming and coming and coming to us individually. And the Lord God Almighty is saying to you and to me, where is the fruit? (laughs) Glory. You see? We have entered into another season. And it's the season of the harvest. He even changed our name to tell us that for 30 years you were planting. But in the season of the harvest, I need to see fruit. He needs to see the fruit of the divine nature. The fruit of a healthy prayer life. And the fruit of ministry. Hallelujah. There's never a time that God is happy with fruitlessness. So I'm going to make certain declarations right now. And I want you to listen to me, but I don't want you to hear me. Harvest. Members of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Olney, Maryland. Number one. Gone are the days that we can think that it's okay to just come to church, hear the word, rejoice in it, go about our business, and don't allow the word to produce fruit in us. Days are over. You say, how do you know? I know because it is harvest time. And in the time of the harvest, the vine dresser is looking for what? Fruit. <laughs> Ooh you see Christianity somebody hear me this morning it's not just going to church on sunday that is religion yeah. Christianity is being a believer from Sunday to Saturday. It is engaging with the Word of God, being transformed by it, becoming more and more Christ like in your attitudes and your actions. It is knowing the triumph God and fellowshipping with Him. Oh, so gone are the days. Where we can find it. And I don't know who I'm talking to. I said, don't listen to me. God are the days. Where you can hold. Or I can hold on to grudges, Unforgiveness as a trophy. God are the days. Where we can use offense as a weapon. Because you see, if God planted you here. In this vineyard. And you allow offense to take you out. Hey, I feel sorry for you. Gone are the days where we only serve God by convenience. We come to church when it is convenient. We pray when it's convenient. Gone are the days where you are depending upon quote-unquote intercessors to pray for you. There is no ministry in the New Testament called the ministry of intercessors. Every believer is called to pray. Now, there are some people who gave themselves more to prayer, I know. There are some people who God has graced to kindle prayer in people, but listen to me. Gone are the days. Where you can outsource your prayer life to the prayer line. I (laughs) Gone are the days that we think it's okay to watch television for six hours but complete when church is a little late. Those days are gone. People of God, listen to me. You say, how do you know? I know by the spirit that those days are finished. The the dry vessel has come to harvest. And he say, where's the fruit? The Bible tells us oh god the parable of the unprofitable all oh, who will say they are fruitful servants, those who refuse to use what god has given unto them the bible said jesus he's as a man who went to a faraway country and he gave unto his servants Responsibilities and talents And he told them Occupy till I come In other words Reproduce Become fruitful And two of them were fruitful One he gave five When the master came He fought and he attended to ten He gave one two He made four But that was a seven. He took what the Lord gave him and he buried it in the hole. And I come to declare this morning that the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, you see, he's coming in he a second coming, but he has come to his church. In this season of harvest, the Lord Jesus has come to his church. And those who have been faithful, to be fruitful. He gave them, to the, the, the first man he says, You have been faithful over little. I gave you responsibility over much. If you have been faithful in the fruit bearing, the Lord is saying, Get ready, get ready. It is time. I'm coming to give you more responsibility. To those people also, He says, I gave you authority. If you have been faithful in the house of God, I come to announce to somebody that's morning, God is about to give you more authority in the kingdom. But to the unfruitful and unproductive servant, guess what the Lord said? Take from him what I gave him, say he did not appreciate it, and give it. To others I come to say to somebody this morning and if I offend you go and report me to a Bishop. he can deal with me <laughs> that if you are unproductive you are unfruitful you just have come here for 20 years just sitting in the church the Lord is about to take for you what you have and give it to those who will use it they give talents and abilities Another example, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, everything will be established. Jesus comes to the church of Ephesus and he says, you have forgotten your first love. Yes, thank you, says Joyce, encourage me. He did say it. He said, if you don't repent, which means if you don't change your mind, if you don't start to do differently, he said, I will take from you your candlestick. And we learned not too long ago that the candlestick is a life of influence. Where is that church today? No way. <laughs> I, I think you have the ruins there if we are unproductive, if we are fruitless, if we think Christianity is coming to church Sunday after Sunday year in the world, making no change, making no difference, if we are not getting involved in ministry, if we are not winning the Lord, our influence will be taken away. But I told the Lord God Almighty, that will never be my portion. That will never be. Thirdly, He said, to whom much is given, much is expected. And I come to boldly declare, much has been given to this house. We rejoice in the fact that we have a teacher of righteousness, a teacher of grace. We can turn grace this way, we live it this way, we know it this way. We have been given much. We we are part of a, a ministry that has an apostolic call to the nations we have ministers of integrity who love the Lord Jesus. Every one of them. Harvest, you have been given much. And the Lord God Almighty is saying to Harvest, in this season of new beginnings, in the season of the harvest, that much has been given to you. And because much has been given to you, Harvest me this morning, much is required of you. We must respond to the call of the Father to fruit bearing. It is unnegotiable. We have entered into what I think is a football or basketball or whatever. They call it a crunch time. The clock, the entire clock is running out. The Lord said, "I ah, there you have us, uh, It's time to bear fruit. Uh, I've invested too much. I'm a wise accountant. I'm a businessman. No businessman. Go into business uh, to lose. Uh, he put in you uh, because. To crunch time. I can hear somebody say, Well, you know, I had a cousin who said, Me, I just want to go to heaven. I just want to be in the number. And some people that added you is like, I've accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. But I want to say to you this morning. <laughs> Thank you. In first Corinthians 6 20, he says, You and I, we do not belong to ourselves. We have been bought with a price, therefore, glorify God in your body in your spirit which belong to god somebody hear me this morning you do not belong to yourself you belong to god you cannot live christianity on your level on what you want on the way you want to do it you don't belong to yourself you belong to god he said glorify god in your body and in your spirit and then if uh, um, John fifteen, I think, it's sixteen, he says, "The Father is glorified when when you bear." Find the one that said the Father is glorified when you bear much fruit. The Father is glorified when you bear much fruit. So if we don't belong to ourselves and if we belong to God and if we are to glorify God in the body and in the spirit and if the Father is glorified when we bear much fruit then you do not have a choice. Now, if I want to glorify the Father then I had better be In the business of bearing. Yes, that was eight. Of bearing spiritual fruit. I'm winding down. I believe, you know, yeah, she hasn't shown me. But today, I'm going to take my liberty. I will run a little bit long. But I will not be too long. Because I have to finish. Thank you. Thank you, Dina. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because when I'm finished, I want to do something. I want to do what the Lord told me to do. I realize that I am talking to three categories of people. In 1 John 2 13 and 14, the Bible says that John is talking. He said, I talk to you, children. I talk to you young men, and I talk to you fathers, three dimensions. So this morning, I want to talk to the children who are in the house. The children among us are the brand new believers or they are immature growing believers. I want to say to you that if you are a child in this house, continue to grow. Grow in your relationship with the father, son, and the Holy Ghost. This house is a place. This house is an army. Um, oh my God. This uh, is an army training center. This is a military base. And you have been recru- recruited in an army. Children, continue to grow. We have the role to discipleship program. Get involved. Text MAF and get mentored. You, we have the Christian education program. Get in it. Learn the word of God. Come, get involved in the cell groups. Come to prayer meetings. Get on a prayer line. Develop your relationship with God. And as you are growing, children in the house, share Christ with your loved ones, your friends, your colleagues. Find a place of service in the church. Get involved to not become a Sunday Christian. And I'm going to get in trouble right now, but I will get in trouble. Children in the house, do not think it's, uh, do not think that it is normal. If you see a Christian who only come to church on Sunday and is not involved, that is not a person you need to follow. Ignore such people. Do not become a Sunday Christian. Children in the house, be growing. Become more Christ like in your attitude and your actions, as Bishop will say. Get to know God through fellowshipping with Him. Let our children in the house stay the cause. Oh, wow, I still have 10 minutes. Glory. Hallelujah. You see, the Holy Ghost can do miracles, right? (laughs) Because he wants me to finish. So if you are a child in the house this morning, I come to say, you, to, say to you, stay the cross, continue to grow. God is doing something in you, little children. Then I come to talk to the second group. You are the young men. Mm-hmm. You have been saved for a while. You have committed to growth you know the word and you are a doer of it because there he says young men you are strong you have become strong in the Lord hey you know how to pray you know how to confess you know how to witness you are involved in ministry he says you have overcome the evil one which may there is not a sin that you are dealing with you know how to overcome the sins of the flesh hey listen to me young men in the house when I say young men I'm not talking about uh, young adults. I'm talking about those who qualify as young men in this house. Whatever your age, you are strong. We need you in the army. You are the one that do the heavy lifting. You are the one going out there. You are winning the loss. You are making disciples. You are serving in ministry. Oh, young men I say to you, you are bearing a measure of fruit. But now in this new season, young man, God is calling you to bear much fruit, more fruit. Continue to press, continue to grow, continue to become more available to God, continue to consecrate your consecration. Young man, to a young man, because the owner of the vineyard has come to harvest. He's inspecting fruit. Young man, let him find you in the master's vineyard. One more group and then I will do what the Lord told me to do and I will take my seat. Fathers, you have been saved for a long time. (laughs) <laughs> you can probably preach better than Pastor Mima. Fathers in the house God is calling you To rise up And become teachers And mentors And trainers Of the army of God Stop Sitting down do not be like those in Hebrews 6. That the, the uh, Apostle Paul said, when it was time for you to become a teacher, we look and saw, you still have need of milk. Somebody say, how do they say is the Nigerians say kafia call? Whatever. They talk a little while. Kaffee, call. That shall not be my portion. Whatever. You know it says You can say, not my portion, that I say, not my portion. But then do something if it's not your portion. <laughs> Fathers, get ready. You are the teachers and the trainers. We need mentors. We need teachers. We need disciples. makers. stop sitting down doing nothing. Some of you, your place is not even here. Because if you are a father who has been faithful, he said he gave you responsibility, he gives you authority. So some of us You know you have God's call on your life to a five-fold ministry, but you are being disobedient. I'm saying to you, obey God. Why, as I close, (laughs) you know preachers can close seven times. Why is God, oh, wow. Five more minutes. Why is God so vested in us bearing fruit? Fruit bearing is how the kingdom advances. Jesus said to his disciples, Go, I have invested in you for three years. Now go and make disciples of the nations. The kingdom will not advance with us sitting in church as Sunday Christians rejoicing and doing nothing. No. That's how the kingdom advances. Cause, purpose for the church. Is that Christ be fully formed in us and he will manifest himself through us to the world. Harvest into continental ministry in only Maryland. There is much work that must be done. The greatest harvest of lost souls is coming in. It is the whole church working together to bring it in. Fruitlessness is working against the purposes of God. Ephesians 4, 7 says to us, But to each one of us, Christ was giving according to the measure of God's gift. Every one of us is important in the work of the kingdom. We have different gifts and we have the grace to accompany it. They are profitable servants there. I know you are a hard man. In other words, you was saying, you gave me something to do, but you did not give me the grace. That is a lie. What God has called you to do, he has graced you to do it. It is time. It is time. Play my song as a close media. And I want all of us to stand this morning. Remember that you are clean through the word. You are prone through the world, media, Haraba sotorobo koruba sata, ye kirebo sukuriyabahata ya makuriyabahata, kirebo shu. We came to surrender to God. If you are a child, if you are a young man, or you are a father, worship God as we listen to the song. A new beginning. The spirit of God is moving now. Hey, hey. and this I hear restoration. Hey. In the name of Jesus now. <laughs> <laughs> Two business were God, people of God. That's a serial. Must say he's givenvin his house. Of Jesus Christ, the time is now. God bless you.